0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Empower Life Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. It is Tuesday, February the 13th, 2024. We are in a series now that we started on the first week of January. New year, new day, new life. And if you have not heard this series, I think it would bless you tremendously. It's, uh, I'm going to call it Spiritually Practical. Does that sound like a good that sounds word? Sounds like a good sound word. sounds like to a man. good word. I really enjoyed had so many comments about uh yesterday's podcast. And I have ministered to this to so many people about out of Ephesians 4, 31 and 32 that we just finished up on. But like I said, right now we're learning about this new life and what that looks like in Christ. And this scripture that we want to bring to you today, we're going to um Today we're going to start it out by reading it out of the the Amplified version, and we'll just see how far we get because there's a lot in the scripture. When I was just studying through it, it was really powerful.
1: Well, I think there's a lot to look into, and a lot of things that really are spoken in this. And uh, you know, one of the arguments today is. In some of the teaching in universalism and stuff like that is that everything's already done and everybody's already saved and nobody has to do anything. But I don't believe that is right according it take the scripture as a whole and all the things it says about it. And this scripture today is part of that to where it talks about in Second Corinthians 5 and 17. I'm in the Amplified Classic. Let me say it again. Amplified I can't say amplified. (laughs) Amplified. I'm I'm saying amplified. (laughs) Amplified uh, classic versions, what we're looking at. And it says, therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral, moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. Now, that would have been a disaster if I was reading uh, for a Bible app <laughs>
0: to put the Bible. <laughs> that would not have been good. Have to, a, you would have to rewind job. several times <laughs> on that job. one. <laughs>
1: kept getting tongue-tied. But anyway, in that, I think there's a lot of things in there that talks about what the believer does. Because I think we have to look into that, first of all, if we're engrafted, what does that mean? You look at it up in Webster's Dictionary, it means to join or to fasten as if by grafting. And as an intransitive verb, it means to become grafted and begin functioning normally.
0: Whatever normal is. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the normal place <laughs> is in Christ. The normal place is in Christ. Anything yes. outside of Christ, I think, is not normal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree. I I looked at it, uh, went back because you were bringing out where it says, therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, I went back and looked at it in the King James. And in the King James, now I'm telling you, I about got my preach on over here, just studying this out because this was powerful to me. In the King James, it says, if any man be in Christ, And, you know, what we love to do is take words, break them down and get some better understanding behind them. But it says in there, the words be in, we'll just take those for a minute. And you were bringing out what engrafted was to be joined or grafted in. Well, the word be in is a fixed position in place, time or state in relation to rest. And that spoke to me that... In Christ means you are in a fixed position in your state of who you are, and that places you in a relationship to rest. Because what have we said so many times? When when we rest, God works, and when, when, when we work, God rests. Right. So being in that state of rest, and the other thing about that was, is that we talk about all the time about knowing who we are in Christ. To me, that's what that's speaking of. You're in a fixed position in the state of being, because it goes on to say, if any man be in Christ, so reading it like this, I'm going to keep going a little bit here, reading it like this, if someone has fixed themselves in their place or in their state of being and and you're resting in the anointing.
1: Right. Right.
0: And then he goes on to say that if you looked up the word, if you looked at that, because like I was saying, it's in a fixed position, that's a secure place. You become secure. You're firmly set in your mind and having it also, the word fixed there also means final character. So what we've been talking about is this new creation life, this new life. You're not the same. That's what you were just reading there in, in the Amplified Version. This, this previous moral... And spiritual condition has passed away. Right. So and you're looking at that. It's different. Final character now is that in Christ.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing I was going to say. That final final character areas it's, is being in Christ. That's our. That's the character we walk in now. Kind of goes back to some of the things we talked about uh, when we was looking into Revelation 13 and Revelation 14 about the mark of the beast and the mark of the Lord.
0: Amen. Because that yes. mark
1: is the Greek word charagma. It's the English word character. Mm-hmm. So now we're marked with the very character of Christ in our life once we become a new creation in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had asked the question, this, this to myself, how do we get in Christ? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the argument in that is in the finished work of Christ that we have no work to do. But that's not true because the Bible says the work we have in the new covenant is to believe.
0: To believe, yes. So there's
1: something that has to happen on our side of it. If you look throughout Scripture, it gives you areas of repentance, of course, believing, mm-hmm. confession, and covenant. And, and the, covenant, That's yes. one of the strongest parts of it to me because even though Jesus had finished it before the foundation of the world, and it's already been settled. We have to believe that.
0: We have to believe that. We have yes. to come
1: in covenant with that and yeah. enter in covenant relationship. Romans 10, 9-11 uh, through 11 says this, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation." For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's very plain in what it's talking about. That's how we get in Christ. And to me, uh, that's what our salvation is. He is his name, Jesus, Joshua. It means salvation.
0: Salvation, yes. So
1: that's how we come into that. And then after Peter preached in Acts chapter 2, it says, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Because he's talking to them about salvation. Mm-hmm. What shall we do? And Peter said, "Them repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and your children and to all that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's Acts chapter 2, 37 through 39. So... To me, that's our entrance into the New Covenant. Jesus did it all, but now we believe it and we receive it. Our work in the New Covenant is just to believe it.
0: Yes, and that took me back when you said that to what I was just saying in that, to be in Christ, rest. Right. Rest in your belief of who He is and who you are in Him. We, well, we've got to close out for today, but I, I really hope this, this has spoken... Uh, something powerful to uh, your spirit as our listeners, because we are really trying to help all of us to live out this new life in Christ.
1: Right. And the thing about it is, is you don't have to believe what we say.
0: Look at it pro- in the world. Our, our,
1: our, our thing right now is to prov- provoke you to thought. Yes. Think about these things. Look over the Word of God and see what the Word of God says about this subject. That'll help you come to a conclusion for yourself.
0: Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in with us today. We sure hope you have a blessed day. Tune back in with us tomorrow.